Welcome to this new episode of Better with Dr. Erica. I'm your host, Dr. Erica, and guess what? I am a guest again. Yes, I'm having some conversations with myself and you today. I always love talking to you. So this is as much of a gift to you as it is a gift to me. Now, for all of you out there that don't know me, my name is Dr. Erica, Harvard-trained, double-board certified psychiatrist and integrative lifestyle coach. I am irrationally passionate about helping you be better, do better, and live better. I do that through my adult telepsychiatry practice, my books, including Fix Your Fairy Tale, A Women's Guide to a Great Life, Love, and Legacy, my speaking, and this podcast, Better with Dr. Erica. I do all of this to help busy people like you that show up for work and show up for your family and show up for your friends and show up for your community, but you often don't show up for yourself. I'm here to help put you back in your life. So first, let's start this off by saying, Thank you for showing up for yourself. Give yourself a big pat on the back before we even get this started. You ready? Did you pat yourself on the back? I know you did. So let's go ahead and get this podcast going. So as you have known, if you've been listening, let me not say it that way because that sounds a little judgy. You may be familiar with the fact that I've been dealing with some stress. I know I'm not the only one. Probably plenty of you out there have been dealing with some stress. Well, I found myself last week dealing with a really hard week at work. And you probably can guess working as a psychiatrist in the middle of a pandemic with all of the things going on in the world that are chaotic can be a little bit stressful. People are sick. People are stressed. People are traumatized. And it can be overwhelming sometimes. And you might be, Dr. Erica, what do you do to relieve it? Well, I had one day, I was so tired. And do you ever come out of work and you're just tired? Like you're too tired to think, you're almost too tired to eat. But for some reason, you can't quite go to sleep. But it's like you can't process any information. So I was sitting there. There was nothing random on TV. Now, I'll give you a hint. My random TV when I'm traveling is like HGTV or the Food Network. That is my brainless TV. And sometimes I'm so tired I love listening to podcasts and reading, but I'm too tired to even process information. I don't know if that happens to you. Let me know. Let me know if it does. So nothing was on TV. So I started flipping through some reels and looking at puppies. I don't know if I've told you all before. My my algorithm has lots of puppies and babies and they're the cutest puppies and they just make me feel better. And I realized in those moments why people are making all this money and becoming influencers because what are what are you often doing when you go down the rabbit hole of reels and tiktoks okay if you haven't guessed i'm ready they're a super easy accessible way to escape from reality currently reality can be pretty tough And it's easy to get into this mindless kind of entertainment because you're just looking for something to distract you from what is actually going on that is causing so much stress and overwhelm. 
But the downside of Reels and TikToks is you can lose large chunks of your life because I'm, I'm still on the conspiracy, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, that whoever designed the algorithms for these things made a deal with the devil because I swear that stuff will suck you in and you will lose large chunks of time. So one way I do advise people if you start looking at the reels and the TikToks is to set a timer so that you don't lose hours of your life. Luckily that day I did not lose hours of my life, but I want to encourage you to do that just because it's so easy to do because um, as we said, the algorithm was done by the devil. <laughs> but one of the things that to me, it's a clue when we start going down those roads as an escape, not just purely for entertainment is it's a clue that maybe it's time to look for some other coping strategies because it's a good distraction, but it's not sustainable. You can't just at any time open up Instagram and TikTok. It just doesn't work. And it doesn't get you to a lot of sustainable relief. It's a momentary distraction. So you have relief while you're distracted, but the relief usually goes away pretty soon after you're no longer distracted. So it's a clue if you find yourself on the real or TikTok <laughs> rabbit hole to start thinking of what are some other ways to cope with what's going on? What can I do to deal with reality and potentially actually change it? So one of the things I encourage you to do, and one of the things I needed to do, because sometimes I'm talking to you and I'm talking to myself at the same time, is revisiting things that worked well in the past that you're not doing right now because life happens. I'm sure just like me, you have all these habits that when you did them, everything was great. I, I know what I did at the beginning of the pandemic and I had all this energy and I lost 20 pounds, was feeling super sexy, was feeling energized, full cognitive clarity, all those things. I know exactly what I was doing. And you do too. You know what habits or routines you have that when you do them, you feel better. But sometimes life gets busy and life gets in the way and those habits go by the wayside because we are busy, as they say, in good times, scratching and surviving good times. You know, you can get away from <laughs> my musical stylings, but sometimes you're busy scratching and surviving. You're busy making the day work, just getting through the day. And you aren't thinking about all these habits and routines and things that are helpful and therapeutic. So I, like you, had to sit and think, okay, I'm looking at reels and the TikToks. I will, will warn you, I don't actually go on TikTok. I see the TikToks on Instagram. Is that what are some habits I have not been doing that typically really help ground me and make me feel like I have more cognitive capacity? So one thing is the miracle morning. I'm a huge fan of Hal Elrod. You've heard me speak about him before. And that structure of the miracle morning with savers of silence, affirmations, visualizations, exercise, reading, and scribing does magic for me. I have not done it in forever. Um, the other thing is I love Mel Robbins. So I love the high five habit and the five second rule um, because if someone knows me that when things don't go well, I am a snoozer. <laughs> So those two things are, are really helpful for me. And I'd been doing kind of intermittently some of those. And then there's my own better seven. 
seven essential things that are in areas that are important to be better, do better, and live better. So I had to start thinking back of how I can start integrating those habits back into my day to fight this overwhelm, give me more cognitive and emotional capacity so I don't feel like I'm being stretched in a million directions. And then when I'm working, I'm working. And then when I'm done, uh, sometimes I feel like a bump on a log. And as my grandmother would say, I sit around and play dumb school. (laughs) That's the great thing about these older generations, especially from the country. We have all of the sayings, all of the sayings. But I want to encourage you to start thinking about those things that have worked for you in the past that you've just given up, not because they didn't work, just because you were busy or you got distracted or they just weren't habitual. And just start thinking about those to revisit those. All right? And I'll keep you posted on how it goes. I haven't gotten back to the miracle morning yet. I did my high five in the mirror this morning. Um, But we're going to get to it, and then I will report back to you. Sound like a plan? (laughs) All right. So one of the other cool things is I went home very briefly for Mother's Day. I was home less than 48 hours, but I went home. And my mom is so cute beyond the fact that she's just adorable and she's the greatest mom. I feel like when God picked out my parents, he picked out the perfect parents for me is that she's so cute because she listens to my podcast and she gets up on Tuesdays because, you know, the new episodes come out on Tuesdays. And when she's getting dressed and she's taking a shower, she turns my podcast on. It was so cute. She asked me, she was like, what was that trauma therapy on your podcast? (laughs) From last week when I mentioned EMDR because they had it on 911 Lone Star. And if you aren't familiar, you can always listen to that episode. But EMDR stands for um, eye movement desensitization reprogramming. Is it reprocessing? My brain is fried this morning, so you just have to deal with me. (laughs) But it's um, a trauma therapy that is excellent. But it's always nice when your family or your loved ones support what you're doing. But I want to encourage you as you're doing things, and even if they're small and celebrating all the wins, is to share them with your loved ones so that they can amplify that positive energy for you. That sometimes if we move 100% in secret, then there's no one to encourage us along the way because we're moving in secret so much. I'm not saying give all your business away or if you're working on something that has some intellectual property, but just, you know, share share your life with others in a way that is appropriate. You got it? <laughs> but it was so cute her asking about that because, you know, it's there are a lot of traumatized people out there. And you can always check out, I had an episode about trauma with Dr. Lana Curry. Um, She goes by the trauma psychiatrist. I totally love her. And she's also from St. Louis. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that. But one of the things for me and a lot of people is, is there are elements of the pandemic that feels traumatic. And I will be honest, being in healthcare, I feel like sometimes we have some different perspectives because we see so many things up close and it impacts our daily jobs so much. Not like it doesn't impact anybody else's, but it does. And with mental health, it's been really tough because a lot of resources aren't accessible during COVID. So when I work with patients, a lot of them are significantly sicker and we can't get them to as many services because the services aren't available. And some of the services aren't the same 
virtual, like if you do a partial hospitalization program or you're doing group therapy and some of those things, it just feels very different in person than virtual. So people have been really sick. Um, a lot of staffs are understaffed. And I know that's across a lot of industries, but I know it's really true in healthcare. Welcome to Goodwin Medical Associates, where we provide customized, caring telepsychiatry that is delivered with compassion by a Harvard-trained, double-board-certified psychiatrist. Don't you know that everyone, including you, deserves great mental health? Visit www.goodwintelepsych.com for more information and to book your free consultation. Let me introduce you to Better Nation. Better Nation is the community of people that follow the Better with Dr. Erica podcast that are like you and want to be better, do better, and live better. By becoming a member of Better Nation, you also get to receive member-only bonus content to put you officially in the inner circle, show notes with timestamps so you don't have to search for your favorite moments, and some bonus free coaching tools. So visit joinbetternation.com. That's joinbetternation.com to become a VIP and be a part of Better Nation. It's time for Ask Dr. Erica. This is your host, Dr. Erica, and I am here to answer a question. I often get asked, what's one thing that I can do to feel better when I feel overwhelmed? If I have to pick only one thing, the official Dr. Erica answer is to be kind to yourself. If you're already feeling overwhelmed, upset, anxious, or on edge, the last thing you need is to make yourself feel worse by being critical to yourself. Do you notice that you'll say things to yourself that you would never say to other people? We're back to self-talk in the better seven, those essential areas that you need to have to be better, do better, and live better. So start paying attention to your self-talk. And if you have a question, think, would I say that to someone else, especially someone I love? If the answer is no, you know you have to be kinder and it takes practice. You may not be perfect at it at first. I even have to work on this, but be kind to yourself. You've got this. Now back to the show. Better with Dr. Erica. Now, one of the things that's difficult in this time for me, and I'm going to just I have time. I get to tell you about myself, is that it's like someone waved a magic wand and decided you can choose whether or not COVID is here or not. And I walk around, I see a lot of people that it's like they just mentally decided COVID is over. COVID's not over. The pandemic is still here. People are still getting COVID. There are surges in other nations and we're starting a surge now. It's not over, but it's interesting because I travel a lot. So recently I flew, the last couple of weeks I've flown three days in a row, multiple times. And I'm actually flying today. So I will have flown Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And last week I flew Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's interesting going from flying and there were mass mandates to not no mass mandates. And I understand everyone having 
the right to make a personal choice. But I think what's interesting to me is seeing how people have just decided it's over. Um, I'm not one that can exist in this world without concern. So that's not my reality. My reality is now I get on planes and I turn on Peloton med meditation to deep breathe and deal with all the people going by me as they board. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little hard on your girl right now, especially with these mask mandates gone. I've got on all these masks and you see no one has on masks. And it's a little tough being in a confined space with people with no masks. And the interesting thing is sometimes we've gone with no with these masks for so long, you see someone's face and it's almost as a recognized. And you're like, oh, I saw a face. And you're like, oh, that means no, they didn't have a mask on. And I realize these are all real personal choices. I know for me, since it doesn't feel over, it's a little anxiety producing for me. So as we, we talk about, a lot of us have therapists. I have a therapist that sometimes we talk about the, the stress of travel in a pandemic. Um, but I encourage you to have someone to talk to because right now, a lot of people are on the struggle bus. So sometimes the person you would just go to is on the struggle bus too. So it's great having a therapist that you can talk to that is literally paid just to listen to you and help you process because there's just a lot going on and these things impact people differently. I I, I, the last few days, I actually haven't, probably my last six flights, there was no one around me with a mask on. I just had to find a way to live with it because it's everyone's right at this point to choose what they feel is necessary to protect themselves. And, you know, we all are going to have to make, continue to make these personal decisions for ourselves and our family regarding what we consider safe in this age. Um, I want to encourage everyone to get the facts while you make these determinations and to continue to take care of yourself. Because as I said, I want us all to be here in the future. But but it is interesting going from traveling the week where there were mass mandates to the week where they ended in the middle of the week and how different it is and it feels. And yesterday I was in an aisle seat and I literally could not count how many people touched me. I literally felt like I need to take a shower. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's my issue. But for some reason, I just feel like sharing today so you can hear all of my flight anxiety and the fact that it makes no sense how many flights I'm on and the fact that flying makes me anxious. <laughs> but sometimes you have to get over, get over things that are anxiety provoking for you, for you to fulfill your purpose and your mission. So talking about purpose. I remember having a conversation with Dr. Delicia on a past episode, and we were talking about her experience when she felt like her purpose wasn't aligning with her health and having to reassess how to fulfill her purpose in a way that would be healthy and have her purpose and passion align in a way that was going to be healthy for her. And I, I honestly have to admit, I've been really exhausted lately. It's, it's been an interesting experience. <laughs> and just being transparent with you all is one of the things I've had to start working through is in this moment and in this season and in the season coming up, because I can tell I'm about to shift seasons is what does fulfilling my purpose 
look like in this next season? Because I look at my purposes to, to be a beacon of love and to assist people in being able to give and accept love. One of my divine purposes is divine love and healing, according to my energy worker. So it's finding a way that I can fulfill that purpose in a way that is more energizing. Because I know I need to be at my best for myself and for others. That if I'm not my best for myself, I'm not going to be the best for others and it's not sustainable. And I've had to start doing some really hard thinking about what's going to be the best way for me to fulfill my purpose in the next season. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing with you and you seeing where my journey goes. But I want to encourage all of you to sometimes have that moment and think about it. You know, we're in a time, we're also in the middle of the great resignation, as they call it. And life just looks different than it did for many of us as little as three years ago. And some of these changes would have happened anyway. Some of them are more intense due to conditions from the pandemic and racial injustice and different political issues. And now we're dealing with the challenge of um, Roe v. Wade. But I know I'm not the only one that is in a space to reassess how to fulfill our purpose, how to, re how to fulfill your purpose in a way that feels good, in a way that is sustainable. Because sometimes we work on our purpose, because I remember Dr. Delicia was talking about her primary care practice and how it wasn't healthy for her until she went to direct primary care and had to re-envision how to do it. And I know for me, one of the things I have to re-envision is a way to serve people and help people in a way that becomes more energizing again. Because I've been pretty exhausted, and I don't know if you've heard it, but it's been happening. And when I'm exhausted, I don't feel like I'm at my best. I'm I'm pretty good. I'm better than better than average, but to be 100% authentically Dr. Erica, I do better when I'm not exhausted. So I'm looking forward to how this looks in the next season. And I challenge you, I I know a lot of times we talk about when you kind of reassess things and I I look at it one of the easy ways to do it personally is as your life was a business that you look at where you are with your goals, how your life is set up, how things feel once a quarter. Sometimes you have to do a little earlier, but I want to encourage you to take some time. Think about, does your life look like how you want it to look? Are you feeling fulfilled? Are you feeling like you're surrounded by people that pour into you? Are you in a position where whatever you do to earn money feels good to you and start asking yourself these questions. And if the answer is no, is then you start going deeper. And if you need some assistance, it, you can use a therapist. Sometimes it's helpful to get through some of those blocks and think through it. Sometimes it's a coach, but I want to encourage you to start, start having these thoughts for yourself. Cause then sometimes, sometimes we stay in seasons longer than we should. And there may be something else out there for us that's better, but we're stuck in the old season. So I just want to encourage you. I know we're in spring. It's a time, an excellent time for rebirth, but it's also an excellent time for rebirth for yourself. 
So that's what I got for you today. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with me. I appreciate you taking this time just to show up for yourself. As a bonus, you showed up for me. So I definitely appreciate it. And I know there are so many podcasts to listen to and you actively chose to listen to this one. And I am very thankful and grateful for that. I am excited to be on this journey of life with all of you. I can't wait to hear how your journey goes. One way to show me is we talk about shareable moments and, you know, my, my crew is better nation because, you know, we're out here to be better, do better and live better. And, you know, you can always share your thoughts about the podcast with the hashtag um, better nation. You can also join better nation officially and you'll get some great bonus content. Um, so there should be a recording on that. So you'll, you'll hear how to do that, but I'm really excited about that. But the next thing is please don't let this podcast be a best kept secret. If you could please share it and share it with everybody, even your Lyft or Uber driver, you know, just share it. I, I appreciate it. The next thing is if you enjoy, can you write a review and rate it? It will help us get even better content and also please follow or subscribe. The next thing is something I need you to do for you. I need you to take your left hand, put it on your right arm, take your right hand, put it on your left arm, give yourself a big squeeze. We may still be doing some physical distancing, but I want you to still give yourself some love because you know what? You deserve it. You matter. We are in May. It is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I just want you to look out for your mental health. And be aware of the people around you. And sometimes it matters just to be able to tell someone you care, that you see them, and to genuinely ask, how are you? But I also want you to check in with yourself. And if you feel like you don't feel like yourself, you're struggling, or you could just use some support. Because sometimes you don't have to be full struggle bus. You can be like a block down the street from the struggle bus stop and it'll be helpful to see someone. So I, and I encourage people to see mental health people sooner than later. So I said before, psychiatrists don't just give meds, so give us a shot too. <sighs> I just want to send you a little bit more love out there. But it's time for me to get out of here. <laughs> I need to get ready to catch a flight. But until next time, have a better day. Find me on social media at Dr. Erica, D-O-C-T-O-R-E-R-I-C-K-A on all social media and online at betterthepodcast.com. That's betterthepodcast.com. If you like what you heard, tap on that subscribe or follow button, then click share and click rate and review. Now don't panic if you don't see rate and review. Sometimes it mainly shows up on Apple Podcasts and Audible. But I appreciate hearing your feedback. Check back weekly for new episodes. They drop on Tuesday mornings. Until next time, be better, do better, live better. Better with Dr. Erica.